Are you tired of hearing mental health from a superficial view and want to hear about realistic views? Well, you come to the right place, a space where healing is central, but also normalized. Your hosts, Donika and Myra, who are in the mental health field, will explore topics to help promote healing in your everyday life. Through our podcast, you will get the real and the work to focus on your healing. Welcome to Black Women Healing Podcast. Welcome back to another episode. Before we introduce our guests, we're going to start off with our pop quizzes that we've been asking. So I'm sure you weren't aware of this. So (laughs) are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Do I get to answer the question? Yes. So the question is, (laughs) which magazine was the first to feature a Black woman on their cover? A, Time Magazine, B, Harper's Bazaar, or C, Vogue? The first... Let's go with, let's go with Vogue. No. <laughs> you okay, are close. okay. I got, I got two out of three. I, got, I, got, I mean, I feel like we should do a two out of three. Best answer. Okay, okay. It's not Vogue. What were my other ones? Time and Harper's Bazaar. Times and Harper's Bazaar. Let's go with, I'm going to go with Times. It's Harper's Bazaar. What? <laughs> what? I don't even look at Harper's Bazaar. I mean, I don't, see, I don't even know how to say it. <laughs> oh. It's okay. So, oh. in 1965, they had British model Danielle Luna, who graced the cover of Harper's Bazaar. So, that was the first. <laughs> Man. <laughs> That's weak. Like, I thought that I was going to have it. Best two out of three. I missed both questions. It's okay. next time next time absolutely yeah and I think it's interesting even thinking about like that type of question because you know like you just said we don't even hear about Harper's Bazaar at least I don't and so yeah now we know what year was that now but now what year is that 1965 dang I wasn't even born see that's why I didn't know about it (laughs) That's why I didn't know that. Yeah. See, it's okay. Next time. Next question. What's the next question on now? I feel like I need another question. I feel like I need to like we, we I got no more of those. Oh, it's okay. Next time. It, it, right. So um <laughs> I need a second question. So, <laughs> so today, y'all, um, we'll be discussing black women in media and this is actually my cousin, and I'm going to introduce her. So, um, Bella Ray. Okay, I'm just going to read her bio. As the hot. Oh my gosh! Don't read that whole bio. No, no. Hey y'all, I'm I'm Bella Ray. <laughs> I'm Bella Ray. I hang out on radio at um in Louisville, Kentucky, B eighty six point five. I am your afternoon. I am here from two p.m. to seven p.m. Every single day, the sad Sunday, I give it to the church lady on Sunday, you know. Um, on top of that, right here in the city of Louisville, I do a lot of, I, I like hanging out at the schools. I love being able to make memories for the babies. Because one thing that, you know, when, when I was in school, you never really heard of like the radio girl coming to different schools. So that's something I like to do. I also like to um, go to different community centers. I love to make memories there because I just remember when I was little, the community centers is where it was popping. Like, you had the time of your life <laughs> at the community center, and you mm-hmm. wanted to go every single day. 
So therefore, that that's my whole thing. My whole like, just want to be able to make memories and things that these babies can look back on and say, my childhood was dope. That's what my 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 platform is. You could say with being in media. Yeah, you're about to read my whole bio. And I was like, what? And that's <laughs> what we do. That's what we do. I know. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, having that whole bio read out loud. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so weird. It's like, those are things that you can say that you've done. And I'm like, oh, oh, my gosh. Somebody else is reading that. It's not just me, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. You it know what I'm saying? Is. It, it is. Highlights. It highlights, like you just said. Even I mean, you just you just pretty much did a bio too. Yours was just more personalized. Yeah. That's it. You did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So you know, but hey, y'all, hey, we gonna have a good time today. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, so we we start off with just uh, getting to know our guest. So Valerie, tell us a little bit about you and your journey in media. Um, okay, so my journey in media, I honestly. I used to get in trouble all the time when I was little. So when I would get in trouble, I would get in trouble because I was talking so much. My dad used to be like, you need a job where you can talk. So I was like, all right, let's be a teacher. Well, all right, that's cool. I went to college for a little bit for that. And then I was like, no, I'm going to be a nurse. Realized that they work nights, holidays. And I was like, no, don't want to do that. And they work with blood. So it's okay. You know, <laughs> so major shout out to all the essential nurses out there. Y'all are the real truth the frontline workers, I give that to y'all. But on top of that, so before I decided to go right back to my major, and um, so I went to college for it. My first internship was actually with country radio. So I was in country radio for about, what, baby, about three, four, three years. So I did country, contemporary, did rock radio after my internship. And then after that, I actually got another internship down with, uh, they call it urban radio which is the B96.5s right here in, um, well, hip-hop music, your Urban AC, which is your, your R&B music. So I did that internship. I got hired on as, like, the front desk. And I was like, we're going to make these drinks come true, sis. Whatever you got to do, we're going to make every single dream that you got come true. So after my internship, I got on nervous enough. Like I said, I got the front desk position. Then after that, I got on like the PD's, PD's nerves so bad where I was like, just give me a weekend show. So then he gave me my Sunday show. <laughs> then after my Sunday show, I, I put in for like the middays. Well, no, I put in for afternoons. I did not get afternoons. I didn't. Then I got the email saying that I had actually gotten middays. So I took the midday position. Uh, so it was my first full time midday position after that I got afternoons and so I am afternoons I've been afternoons ever since nice so I've been in radio for what almost I've been in radio for eight years now wow so yeah moving love, and shaking I love it I love make your dreams come true sis <laughs> I was like I'm gonna yeah make I'm them dreams come bad. true <laughs> yeah we don't have no option girl when I tell you like even to this day I still have like sticky notes Okay, because being Mary Jane was really me. Okay, mm -hmm. they make the show about me where she puts the sticky notes everywhere. <laughs> That's my life. Okay, so there's a sticky note for every part of my life. You're gonna get it done, sis. Make them dreams come true. Girl, I got Muhammad Ali quotes. Girl, I everything. Okay, I'm it. telling you, I'm her. She's me. 
Mary Jane Paul. <laughs> so what are your favorite parts about working in media? Uh, my favorite part is I actually, I'm so much of a people person. I might be too much of a people person. It's okay though. You know, it works. But <laughs> I love being, I love being out and seeing new people. Like I was just today. Yeah, I can't make, I was at, I was at Kroger getting gas and the man like rode dead his when it was like, but only love you. And I was like, love you too. I didn't know you why, but love you more. Like, <laughs> I, but I love being out. I love being where I can go to events. I love being able to go where um, we call them live broadcasts, mm-hmm. where I can meet new listeners. Cause, and then a lot of people, they always say, Bella, you don't look like what I thought you looked like. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, what's up? What you trying to say? Cause I got time today, you know. So, <laughs> but that's what that is one of that's my very favorite part is being able to be out, talk to people. Uh, my next favorite, I love meeting the um, the artists. I love meeting new artists, though. It's a difference because a new artist, they're hungry for it. They really want this, and they're really still personable. I love personable artists. You know, people that, you know, people that artists that people can relate to. Like, I love Ari Lennox because she might be a little crazy, but she's personable. Everybody got a little, every woman got a little touch of that. You know, like, if you listen to her music, like, every woman can relate to it in some type of way. Um, on top of meeting the artist, let me see, what else is my favorite part? My favorite part is just being able to, to talk to everybody. So how I have my show set up is more of a, we in this together type of deal you know like i when i'm talking about my kids on the radio i tell them it takes a village to raise these babies because it does it takes a village and or when i'm talking about like a special topic like y'all gonna have to help me out you know that's exactly how i do because y'all my friends like so just being able to touch everybody and talk to everyone and so those are my those are my favorite parts of being in media being in radio portion of media I love it. So, do you think that media work can be used to heal through life issues? And if so, what ways have you utilized your media work in such ways? Oh, girl, yes. Life issues. Okay, we can even talk about everything that's going on right here. Um, right here in the city of Louisville, in Louisville, we have the whole um, justice for Breonna Taylor. And so, that is, that's a huge life-changing event that has happened. So, what I do on the radios, I for one make sure that I think every single protester, every single day, if you on your way down there, because usually when they're listening to me in that six o'clock hour, they're on their way down to protest. I want to make sure I'm thinking every single protester that if you, if this is your first time, if this is like the hundredth time that you've been down there, I appreciate you. Team B eighty six point five, we appreciate you in every single way. Um, we talk about it. I want to make sure everyone understands why. We're protesting. I want to make sure, like, when the mayor decides to come on, I make sure I put the mayor's interview on, cause I want them to. I want them to hear you. We don't agree with you, but I still want them to hear you. You know, or even when I have, um, I have different people that are protesters that are down there. I want them to understand what's going on down there, because um, the media has a way of changing the narrative, and we all know that. So. What my perspective is, is I want to make sure that they know what's going on down there in real life and how peaceful it is. Like, I'll share the lives, honey. I will do what I, it's very peaceful. 
nobody's doing anything like this is what's really going on down there before they say something crazy happened I want to make sure we're using I want to make sure that I don't ever become one of those people that changes the narrative yeah I don't I want I want them to know what the real narrative is mm. and so when the Brown and Taylor case when it first not even when it first came out because we all know it happened back in March mm. and really we were all going into a pandemic in March. And mm -hmm. I hate that we couldn't grasp onto it right there, but when it came out to the world, when we're all like, in what, May or so when it came out, I needed everybody to know what the real story was. The real, so therefore, I'll bring people on. I want them to know what the real is. I don't need you to know the fake. That's what we leave for other media people to do, because that's what they're good at. I need to give you the real, because that's what I know. That's what I, I can only give you the real. And um, other life-changing topics, like women, we go through the most, right? Mm -hmm. And so I like to, with relationships, honey, write, it, write, write me the question and I'm gonna ask it on the radio. And that's just something that we do. So I call it like Relationship Thursdays, which I'm changing it up actually this week. Um, I'm, I'm rebranding my Relationship Thursday, if I should say, but it's just more of a, write me a question. Let me know what your question is. And we're going to ask you on the radio, no matter how crazy it sounds, I'm not using no names, no none of that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if I can't help you, we're going to have a whole city help you, sis. Don't worry about it. We're going we're gonna to make sure that you're good. Okay? Um, other life-changing events, like everything that I wanted to make sure people know, like, when I'm hurt. Because a lot of people, they don't understand. Like, they think that I'm supposed to be, like, always this high-upbeat girl array. Mm -hmm. So when I have life-changing events, I try to make sure, like, my listeners, they, they understand. And so when things were going on, um, just even, even with our cousin, like, when things were happening, they knew, they understood, like, people were reaching out. Like, people that I don't even know were reaching out and DMing me, like, sorry for your life things like that. Like, I want to make sure that whatever anybody else is going through, I can help them through. Mm. That is what my power in media, I feel like that is my superpower. Mm. You know, like I want to make sure that whatever's going on, I want them to understand it. I want them to feel it. So yeah. that's just for me. That's what I'm gonna do. Girl, I'm gonna change the world one day at a time. <laughs> one kid at a time. If I got to, honey, cause I'm gonna make sure, and then my other, but even with the babies, the whole platform of making sure these babies go to college, or so I'll use my platform for that. That's a life changing event. You don't know what to do, you don't know how to do it. Okay, I'll help you. Like, I'll, we'll figure out the FAFSA. If I gotta go sit at your mama's job, which I've done before with my laptop, to get your FAFSA done so you can go to college, guess what I'm gonna do? She worked third shift. Tell her I'll be here at 11. What time? Tell her I'll be here at 11. Make sure she got her tax paper. We can get your FAFSA done, baby. So you can go on to college. I'm, I'm going to make sure of it. So that's just, those are my changing the world one day at a time through media. <laughs> you make me think about, I was reading something the other day and it was talking about why certain people flourish and the first thing that it said was people who are genuine and are more concerned with helping others and supporting others are the ones that flourish. 
So anything that you do, because you have this background of helping people and you do it with passion, anything you decide to do is just going to automatically flourish because that's where your heart is and your heart is in helping people. And ultimately that's, we're all here for to help each other. And what makes that crazy is that um, I pray, I pray every night that God keeps my heart pure because I don't ever, like I said, I don't want ever, I don't want it to ever turn into anything different. Mm -hmm. And I see, even with the way that things are changing right now and just in radio, the way things are changing in media, I always want to make sure I remain who I am. Yeah. I want to remain pure. I want to remain genuine. Like I want to remain like when I'm out, like y'all didn't even hear, like I'm, I'm literally outside and people are like walking by, they can see I'm talking. So they're like, <laughs> but I want to keep, I want to remain that type of say hi to me when y'all out y'all but they know when i end my show especially now during this pandemic i'll tell them put your mask on back back give me my six feet <laughs> but say hi you know what i'm saying if you see yeah. me out say what's up say hi like i've had people like my kids will never get away with anything because they see my um they'll see my babies out and they're like oh those are better raised kids better not don't do nothing <laughs> somebody is calling me the lot of see your son woo, 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 woo. that's all I needed to know thank you like, they already know I feel I kind of feel bad for them but then I don't so so I'm trying like I if I can remain I want to remain this pure because I want the next I want the next little girl to do the same thing like I knew I wanted to be on radio when I was walking up the street you know what I'm saying? I was walking up the street where my parents lived at. I would see the B96.5 truck every day. Mm -hmm. And I want, that's the reason why I go to the school. That's the reason why I go to the community centers because I want them to have that same passion. Yeah, you might stir off a little bit. You might make some mistakes along the way. You might think that this is what you want to go to college for. But in real life, this is what you really want to do. This is it. Like, go back to your original, your original game plan is what I call it. And I want them to look at me and they say, I want to be like Bella. Mm -hmm. I want to, I want to do what she does. And I'm going to teach you. You better believe it. Cause it's going to be a day where I need to retire. And I want to make sure that y'all, I want to make sure everyone listening is good. So I'm telling you, I'm, I'm trying one day at a time though. Yeah. One day. What are some of the struggles you feel like black women in media face? Um, the first of all, the underpayment part, like when it comes to these contracts, people, women, we always get the, it's really the back end and really, we really dope in real life. Like mm -hmm. us black women, we are the, we run the world. Honestly, if y'all let us, <laughs> we're going we gonna to make it right. So some of the struggles that I feel like I have come across is for one, the underpayment of things. Um, as being a woman, people think that they can just run over you because they think that, you know, the outside world is, is a man's world. It's not. You're going to talk to me with the same respect as you would give the next man. Mm -hmm. And so with that, it builds, I'm not going to say it builds character. It does a little bit, but it builds the, the strength part mm -hmm. where when I'm out, you're not, especially if I'm out, I'm, I'm hosting an event or something like that. And like, guys like to take control of situations. 
You know, like they like to, when booking a guy, they get something totally different than what booking a woman is. So it's, it, it's so many struggles to it on top of like so the underpayment. I said the, um, just being a woman period in this. Um, let me see, what's another struggle? Um, I don't think I have that many struggles because I feel like I've overcome a lot of them. Let's see. I think those are the only two that I can think of right now okay. to be like real deal struggles. Or you know what? Having kids. Having kids in media and being mm. the woman because the man, like, they can go off. They can do whatever they need to do and that's perfectly fine. But as the woman, we have to we got to still be the mom, you know, we still have to be the nurturer. We still have to make sure everything is okay at home. Like I don't get to, there are certain things that I have to turn down, you know, like on weeks that I have, cause I, me and their dad, my kid's dad, like we go week by week, but we have a great co-parent schedule. But mm -hmm. I have to tell myself like, sometimes that money is not, it's not what I need right now. Yeah. Being a woman, like they'll get upset. People, they will, they'll be upset just about, well, you can't host my event, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, baby, I have a ki I have kids. I have a full family. <laughs> like, yeah. So therefore, I'm not going to be able to be there for that. But if you, you know, if you have another event, let me know in advance and I can see what I can do. You know, so things like that. So just being the woman, being the mom, being the, the strong person, I, I mean, we have to, I go through it. <laughs> I go through it. So, but those are some of my struggles. I can definitely say that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, you know what? Um, Here's another one. Here's I another know we talked because I work uh -huh. in radio, and so, like I said, people don't know what I look like sometimes when they're going to these clients. And something that I just, I literally recently this week is. You don't want to call it racism because of everything that's going on out here in the world. But like a client really was like, I did not think you were a black girl. And I'm like, what? It's me. It's me. <laughs> yes. A what girl? A black girl. They thought you, they said they thought you were white. Yeah, basically it's what they were trying to say, but they didn't say it like that. They were like, oh, I thought you was a black girl. Like, no, no. I'm not, and so I go through that a lot more than what people think. Like, because I work in a building with CHR, with CHR is like your top 40 stations and all that good stuff. And so I go through that more often just because when it's time for clients to say they want to buy a station or they want to buy, um, like get an endorsement and all that good stuff, they have to learn you. They got to figure you out. They got to figure out who you are. So, yeah, I go through it, honey. <laughs> oh. I'm trying to tell you. So those are those are the definite struggles that I go through day by day. And when I tell you, I'm usually sitting in my office, like on days like that, when I got that, um, when the lady said that to me, I happened to be, um, I was at home. But usually if I'm in my office, I go in my office, I just close my door. Girl, I start playing every single, like, I have, I got it because I got to pray through it. I promise you I do. Like, I'm. I have to figure out how to get through stuff like that because it happens more often where people be like, they hear the name Bella. They hear the name Bella Ray. They probably really haven't listened to the station, but once they, they hear the name, then they see me and they're like, hmm, okay. 
so like even I can't oh my gosh here's a good example here's another good example a laser hair removal one of I was actually going up for the endorsement I was like you know what because I'm tired of shaving my underarm I'm tired of shaving my legs okay so let's do laser hair removal cool the AE was like the AE is like is a salesperson they were like well black people can't get laser hair removal what? <laughs> huh? Who told you that? Wow. You can't be stupid. You can't be that stupid. You can't be. What? I can't I can't make these things up, y'all. It was so crazy. I was like, did she say that to me? I never asked for a laser hair removal endorsement again. I didn't. Wow. I didn't wow. do it. And like days, I'm telling you, days like that, I had to go sit in my office and I had to like I had to, I had to, I, I cried a little bit that day. Because I was like, how are you going to tell me black people don't get laser hair removal? Please. For one. Like, but there are days in media as women, as black women, where we, we go through a lot and we, we're not allowed to show that emotion. We're not allowed to show that emotion just because at work, you don't want to be labeled as the, the angry black girl. Mm-hmm. So I literally, I said to my boss, what, maybe two weeks ago, I was like, listen, I'm trying to keep my sassiness to a level because I can only give out so much sass in one day before I get a janky email. So like things like that, like I can't, like I'm trying my best to keep a good attitude. And those are things that women, black women in media that we got to think about. So yeah, for sure. Those are our struggles. Checking our tones in emails. Like, how do you check your tone in an email? Yeah, that kills me. You know? That, that yeah. Really- <laughs> <laughs> I could talk about that all day. I promise you I can. Girl, we can have a full conversation on just checking your tone in emails. Because I got an email earlier this week. And I was like, I know she didn't say that to me. Like, hold on. I had to call, I had to call my boss again. I was like, okay, I want you to read the email. Because if I send a nasty email back, I want you to understand why. Mm-hmm. Like, I need you to understand why I had to say something back to her because you're not going to talk to me like that. Right. So it's just really standing your ground. Like, and as being a black woman in media, we have to figure out once we stand our ground, we got to stay on that. Because we can't, like, I'm the, at work, they know I'm the easy, go, lucky one. I am. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm down to, to try. Let's see what we can do. But what you're not going to do is run over me. Right. And they know that. Like, I can't, I can't allow you to run over me because if you allow, if I allow you once to do it, you'll keep doing it and you'll keep doing it. And that's not okay. So, yeah. ladies, so, we got to stick to our guns. We most definitely do. And so we, um, as we're kind of getting closer to the end of our power recording, and I wish we could talk all day because you got all the good conversation. <laughs> all the gems. Um, <laughs> we love it. But we want to make sure that um, we get to our last part. So we do takeaways for our listeners, which is kind of like, um, you know, something for people to, to leave with, to work on possibly. So we were thinking if you takeaways for black women wanting to get into the media business um and just in general overall just any takeaways that you feel like that our, our listeners could utilize 
So some takeaways that I think that as black women in media, we definitely should take away the fact of, like I said, stand your ground. Like, don't ever let anybody tell you that you can't do something. Because that's what a lot of people, they try to tell us, no, you can't do that, you can't do this. Honey, I was a little black girl in country radio. You can do whatever you want to do in life, okay? Mm -hmm. For one, okay? Um, with having babies, if you have kids, you still can do this. Like I said, you make your dreams come true. Once you set your mind to something, do it. Don't ever, even like I said, if you get sidetracked, come back to it. Figure it out. Like if you need to wait till your babies get a little older, do that. Because guess what? There's still going to be ways that you can work out in media. And also, if you feel like you want to start your own podcast, you want to do that, just make sure it has some substance. Mm -hmm. Okay? Because we have enough of the, you want to be, we have enough of the, I don't want to, like, I call it like the city girl phase. I didn't get to grow up in the city girl phase. Like, I grew up in the, the Lauren Hills. And, like, even though I'm only 30, but still, like, I remember listening to, like, older music so just make sure whatever you do got some type of substance yeah okay if you want to do like i'm not listening to other podcasts and those the ones that i love you know we can be a little ratchet it's okay we can but still have some substance at the end break it all around that's what i'm gonna ask and just there's so many parts to media and it doesn't have to be just podcasts it doesn't have to be just radio you can do you can do things on IG. You can do things on IG Live. Just make sure whatever you're doing, you always own it. Yes. Own your name. Brand as much as you can with Black women in media because we want everyone to see us. You're going to have to see me. Like, <laughs> I'm mad that I don't even have... But look, so I have my mask on, my Bella Ray mask. Like, so therefore, whatever you do, you put your stamp of approval on it. Like, I don't know how much it costs anywhere else, but you own your LLC, own your names, mm -hmm. okay? So those are my takeaways, okay? And just remember, girl, whatever you want to do, baby, you do it, whatever it is. I love it. Thank you so much for your time today. We really, well, I know I enjoyed you. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime, girl, we can do this again. Whenever y'all ready, y'all let me know, you know? Yes. <laughs> we can talk about all types of stuff. I got girl, don't get me started. <laughs> no, but for real, whatever you want to talk about, y'all let me know. I'll do it again. Is it all right? So Bella Ray is my cousin, y'all, and I'm so happy to have somebody like uh, her and all my family. All my family, y'all think she's something, y'all gotta see the rest <laughs> of everybody else. Uh, but so I want to share a book and as we were having this uh, recording with Bella it made me think about like women in power and um, a book I'm reading right now is called A Taste of Power a Black Woman's Story by Elaine Brown and so Elaine Brown was um, the only black woman to ever like lead the Black Panther Party um, and yeah, I think that this book, I haven't even started reading it, but I'm interested in it because, like, I'm wondering, like, what her story was. It takes, I mean, the book is literally a taste of power. So, um, I encourage y'all to, like, maybe check this book out or even just check her story out, Elaine Brown. Um, so, yeah. What about you, Myra? Um, so, one of my friends, she's a lawyer, and she recently launched a course for um, getting an LLC. So the course is $25. Um, her name's Kavana. 
So I'll share that link with y'all. Um, I highly suggest you check it out. She's official USC graduate. She's passed her, um, all her licensure and all that works for a top firm. So she's the shit. Um, yeah. So, and then the other thing I wanted to share, I came across this little vault on Twitter and let me tell y'all, it is the shit. So basically it's like a vault of all these black works. So it's like thousands of books in here, videos, um, all types of writings. Uh, so if y'all want that, DM us for the link. I mean, it's literally like any black work you could think of is like in here. So videos, little literature excerpts, there's whole books in here. Um, so that's that. And then I also came across a few different books by Bell Hooks. So if y'all want that too, just DM me. I know I sent out a lot of um, all about love to people. So if y'all want like other books like Black Feminist Thought, um and a few other bell hooks books just let us know so for those links you got to dm us so yeah that's all i got you got anything else um no no i hope this if this episode reaches a lot of people though i think media is very important like bella was saying and how like um it's really important to highlight and uplift our media specialists and folks in media who are being real and giving us the real narratives versus trying to give us false um false leads and false information so we have to really uplift them so shout out to bella and i think i'm gonna give y'all homework this week because i know donnie usually gives homework i'm gonna give homework so when bella was talking she talked a lot about like branding yourself and putting yourself out there and just go ahead and like jumping into your dreams so my homework for y'all is to research your interests, really get grounded in what it is that you want to do, have a clear cut mission and start that business. But also keep in mind starting the business because it's a passion versus getting a check. Because oftentimes when you start a business to get a check, the checks don't really roll in unless you have that passion for it. So that's my homework for y'all. And we'll see y'all next week on Black Women's Healing Pod.